Hey, Happy New Year. This is Raven Rose, and this is my first podcast of the decade. Listen, I decided to uh, do this podcast, and the word suddenly um, has just been playing in my mind over and over and over again. And um, I know the majority of my followers are on Facebook, and a lot of people were surprised by my Happy New Year post. I actually posted a picture of myself and my husband. Um, What's so strange about this is that we have been separated for almost the last three years now. And um, it's been a rough journey, but a lot of people, you know, have still been rooting for us. Um, It's just been interesting. And the last two months of the year suddenly brought us back together. And I want to talk about that um, a little bit because it's some things I want to share with you guys about, you know, the power of belief, the power of forgiveness, the power of love, uh, regardless of um, what my husband and I had endured, which was some pretty heavy stuff um, over the last uh, few years. There's always been, you know, that underlying love there because I always did believe he was my soulmate. Um, But love is not enough, right? It's endearing, it's sweet, but it's not enough to carry a marriage. And it makes me think about when people say back in the day, their parents used to tell them, don't marry for love, marry for companionship, marry for support. I'm married for these other reasons, and I think I kind of understand that now, because if love was enough, we would have never been apart, because uh, regardless of our grievance and regardless of our situations, obviously, there was still love there, but it wasn't enough, and we're finding our way back. We are taking things slowly. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we're still married. And we did not get a divorce. We just separated, went our separate ways. We both began to live separate lives. And it's been pretty, you know, rough. It wasn't, you know, a pretty or nice separation. <laughs> um, we've always been in tune with each other because we have children, of course. But, you know, it wasn't this friendly hey, you know, that's my baby daddy, you know, situation. It was sometimes I saw him and wanted to run him over with my car. Most times, you know, he said the same thing about me, you know. Ugh, I saw you and wanted to just choke you, you know. And there were times where we saw each other, we just wanted to hug each other, wanted to talk. or And, and that's where we uh, found out where the bulk of our situation, our problem in communication. Uh, we've legally been married for seven years. We've been in a relationship for 11 years. And um, just in October, on our anniversary, October 2nd, I sent him a very cruel message. <laughs> to say happy anniversary that just goes to show you October 2nd I was not feeling this man 
I think I told him I hope his penis falls off or something like that. Happy anniversary, babe. He was like, yeah, I hope yours fall off too. <laughs> Happy anniversary. And that was October 2nd. And here it is almost January 2nd. And we're in a totally different space because suddenly something happened. You know, suddenly something changed and we began to communicate, you know, with each other. I think we're both in a place where we really needed each other, both have some separate personal things going on as to where when we used to fight these things together, you know, it was just was a different outcome. And I, I think I could feel his energy. I felt he needed me. And I, we just became vulnerable with each other and communicated. And, you know, just in a few conversations, we were able to disclose years of things that we had never spoken about. Um, I'm a hothead, right? So when things would happen, I would blow up with them. I would never give him a chance to, you know, talk. And, you know, he's a laid-by kind of guy. He just would hold it in. And I would just be snapping and just running off at the mouth and, you know, just angry and, you know, threatening. And he just was kind of like the silent killer, you know. He, he would, his things were all mental. And we never got true communication because how compatible we were in that area and um just speaking you know just letting it all out just telling our truths just being vulnerable just being honest um just being open uh we were able you know to discover some things we were able to release some things to forgive some things and most importantly for me, I was able to understand some things because I felt like a victim in our relationship. I didn't understand why some things were happen, happening. I was completely blind or naive to things and everything kind of was a big hit to me and having some clarity and having some conversations and figuring out some things where I thought I was this you know, totally different kind of person in his eyes. I thought I was this other person. And for him to tell me who I was to him, to tell me what he saw with me, the good and the bad, it's just some things that needed to be said. And the same thing with me sharing with him finally in a calm space, in a space not filled with emotion or anxiety or anger or or even love just conversations like a friend and every day um, expressing opening up, talking, communicating being honest, being vulnerable man it just peeled back a lot of layers that had uh, closed around our relationships but those layers weren't sealed you know, there they were things that you can pull back and just like an onion some of that shit stink <laughs> you know some of it made us cry, but it was good once we got down to the core of who we are, you know, what we mean to each other, what we want for our children, what we want for our futures, and, you know, what we want to build as a, a black unit, a powerful, strong black couple that can overcome 
couple that's going to be 80 years old sitting on our, you know, front porch, encouraging our children, our grandchildren uh, to work through and to have something to look forward to and build generational wealth and overcome the stigma of black families. You know, it's bigger than love, right? Um, we have a duty. We have an obligation. We we have an obligation to each other. We have an obligation to our children to continue to fight for our marriage, to fight for our friendship, you know, to fight for our love. And that's what we decided to do. And uh, coming into this new decade, it was important that we that we did it together. You know, it was important that we made plans together and we talked about what was going to be the most important thing to us coming into uh, the new year and outside of, you know, being together, you know, he wanted to be more focused and live life more freely and, you know, abundantly and just really enjoy and travel and, you know, go to Africa and take our children on vacations. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to uh, focus on was finding my ultimate level of success, you know, pinnacle level of success for me this year that's very important and we both have the tools to help each other you know with these other goals that we we want to attain we talked about goals that we want for our children um you know just things like that and it's like recommitting you know recommitting to get there giving each other you know time and space and understanding and communication and You know, we found ourselves back to that magical place that brought us together 11, 12 years ago. It's my best friend and my confidant. Nobody in this world knows me like him. You know, nobody in the world can comfort me like him in the midst of, you know, anything. He's just always was my knight in shining armor and never raised his voice at me, you know, one of the a gentleman not perfect but just some things that I know a lot of people would want in a relationship and a lot of stuff that people wouldn't want right but I think the good definitely outweighs the bad the good outweighs the bad and again you know with counseling and personal development and spiritual counsel and recommitment And in dedication, we have decided to work on us, right? So that's, you know, the situation. That's what it is. And so although back together, we are taking our time, you know, because it has been a few years. So it's not like it's some things I have to re-know, some things he have to know. So most things are automatic, right? But I'm used to, you know, my space. He's used to his space. I'm used to, you know, my time. We've both been in other relationships. You know, we have to figure it out. And the last thing we want to do is rush back, forced, and we haven't healed completely. We've made commitment, but we're working together to get to the place where we can be good together. And we have decided to take our time doing that. But I'm grateful that so many people are rooting for us. I'm grateful so many people are texting my phone, blowing it up, emailing me, 
inboxing me when they saw our picture like oh my god miss you in paris you in paris you guys were just this couple and blah 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 and it really made me feel really good no one had anything negative to say you know some people know the full spectrum of what went down with us and they're still rooting for us and it does make me feel good and it does um it's just an amazing feeling but even if everybody was like no you are stupid or he's stupid or you guys i don't care I, I, i do not live by what other people think I should do with my life. I make my decisions based off of my own accord, my own life, my own connection with the most high. That's how I live my life. But it is good to know that you guys are rooting for us. So this new decade, we got 2020 vision. We got some goals, we got some dreams, we got some love, and we're going to have some fun and we're going to travel and we're going to build businesses and raise our babies and just try and be better people all the way around. If I'm a better raven, then I'm a better wife, right? If I'm a better raven, I'm a better mom. If I'm a better raven, I'm a better business partner. And the same thing with my husband. And the fact that we both want that. Did y'all just hear me say my husband? I haven't said that in a long time. It just still feels a little weird. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's, that's just what it is. So this is my first podcast. Suddenly. Have you guys experienced this before? Has suddenly your life just changed and drastically like this? I I think this is drastic. It just came out of the blue, you know, but it's here and we're going to fight for our marriage. We're going to fight for our family. So this is Raven Millionaires Elbert. I'll check with you guys on the next podcast.